ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا وسيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا ما بعد will come out of you, continue reading from the book Sharh Aqeelat al-Salaf Ashab al-Hadith The explanation of the creed of the Salaf, the people of Hadith by our noble Shaykh al-Allama al-Walid Rabi'a ibn Hadi al-Madkhali Hafidahu Allah Ta'ala wa mabta'ahu bil-sahha wal-afiyah wa ghafara lahu wa liwalidayhi wa li-muslimin wa muslimat ameen We're still in the chapter in which Imam al-Sabuni ta'ala mentioned the, this point of aqeedah that Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah <coughs> they do not deem a Muslim who commit a major sin to be a non-Muslim as opposed this is the way of the Khawarij and the Mu'tazila also, uh, the Khawarij, they say that if a Muslim commit a major sin, any major sin, he leaves Islam and he's a kafir. And in the hellfire, and in the hereafter will be amongst those who dwell in the hellfire. Shaykh Al-Uthimeen, Rahimah Ta'ala, he says the Mu'tazila, they agree with the Khawarij in the, in the hereafter. However, in this life, they say, this man has left Islam, and then you will think they're going to say he enters into Kufa. They say, no. They say, the Mu'tazira, they say, when a Muslim commits a major sin, he leaves Islam. And you would think, they say, okay, so he's a Kevin. He says, no, can't say that. He left Islam, but who is he? Between. That's what the Mu'tazira say. Wahad <clears throat> al-Dalal, both sides are Dalal uh, in opposition of the, of the truth. Likewise, you find the other deviant group to go to another extreme, which is the Murjia, who they say, totally the opposite of the Khawarij, they say, it doesn't matter if a Muslim commit any sin, any major sin, his Iman is perfect, and nothing happened to his Iman doesn't decrease or nothing. But Ahlul Sunnah al Jama'ah, they say that <coughs> if a Muslim who died upon Tawheed and meet Allah with major sins that he did not repent from, then he is under the Mashia of Allah. If Allah wants to forgive, he forgive him. Because Allah says, In Allah, Allah does not forgive shirk. But he forgave anything else less than shirk, to whom he wills. So if a person die upon Tawheed, meet Allah upon Tawheed, no shirk, then they may have some major sins that they didn't repent from in this life. If Allah wants to forgive them and they enter in Jannah, they will. Alhamdulillah, by Allah's mercy and grace. But if Allah wish to punish these people for their sins, they will be punished in the 
in the hellfire, but they would not dwell in there forever. <clears throat> they will come out. And the Sheikh mentioned many a hadith for that, and this is just a brief summary to uh, what we uh, learned in the last class. قال الشيخ ربيع حفظه الله فينبغي للمؤمن أن يستحي من الله تبارك وتعالى. And in the last point, actually, the Sheikh was talking about, he said, uh, but but the person should should fear for himself, and a believer should uh, do good deeds, obey his Lord, Subhanahu wa Taala, Allah, and stay away from sins, and repent from them if you fall into sins, repent from them. قال فينبغي للمؤمن أن يستحي من الله تبارك وتعالى وأن يخاف عقابه سبحانه وتعالى ودخوله النار ليس بالسهل لا الآن في الدنيا لو هددت بالسجن لارتعدت من الخوف ولسهرت ليالي خوفا من السجن كيف بالسجن في النار غير بالله So if you remember in the previous class we ended when the sheikh was given some good advices as related to uh, constantly keep in mind that Allah is a raqib the all watcher over us he knows everything we do and everything we don't Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hears us sees us he knows everything whatever goes in your mind Allah knows it your plans before even you do it before even he created you okay so so it is for our benefit, not for Allah's benefit, because Allah is in no need for us. It's only for our benefits to keep this in on our minds, that we should do better, be better servants of Allah SWT. Repent constantly, ask Allah for forgiveness, make dua and ask Allah for guidance. Because we're human, and our nafs calls to evil, shaitan, Beautify many parts of the land, the environment, <clears throat> during this dunya, temptations. That's why we need to make a lot of dua, that Allah save us and protect us. Without this, we're not going to make it, can't make it. So it's very important. So the Sheikh says it is incumbent upon the believer to have haya and shyness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Likewise, to fear his punishments. He says, entering the hellfire, this is not something that is to be looked at easy. So when you hear the hellfire, that certain people enter the hellfire, this action leads to the hellfire, so don't take it lightly. Something that leads to the hellfire, you should leave it alone. You should fight. And stay away from it. Then the Sheikh gave an example, subhanAllah. He says, you, for example, that in this life, if they threaten you with, with present, they say, look, man, you're going to jail. If they say to a person, you're going to jail, he says he will be, subhanAllah, this person, he will be messed up, like we say. He's not going to be happy. Nobody wants to go to jail. He will be scared and he won't sleep for nights. He'll be thinking about it. Try to find a way to get out of that. He says, what about the jail that is in the hellfire? And especially for those who get in it and don't go out. 
والعياذ بالله قال ويتفاوتون في دخولها منهم من تأخذه إلى كعبيه ومنهم من تأخذه إلى منتصف ساقيه ومنهم من تأخذه إلى ركبتيه ومنهم من تأخذ جسمه كله إلا مواطن السجود تبقى له إن كان يصلي وإذا لم يكن يصلي يمكن جسمه كله في النار وكم يبقى الله أعلم إن الشيخ زاديس بيبول now they died and, and they met Allah سبحانه وتعالى with sins and they enter the 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 hellfire okay but they died upon tawhid and but they enter the hellfire because of their sins uh, some of them the fire reached to their ankles while others to the middle of their shins <coughs> while other people the amongst them the fire reached to their knees while others the fire consumed the entire body except the places of sujood if the person used to pray says if he's not praying and there is no marks of sujood this this the person is not pray, praying the fire consumes the entire body then the shaykh says how long this person will remain in the hellfire before uh, be saved from it and admitted in the jannah he says Allah Allah knows best then the shaykh says إذا كان تارك الزكاة يغطح بقاع قرقر في يوم مقداره وخمسين ألف سنة فكيف بتارك الصلاة قد يبقى خمسين ألف سنة في النار وأكثر هل عندك استعداد تعيش في النار لحظة he says now look at the punishment of the person who refused to pay the zakat he's a Muslim died upon Tawheed but he didn't pay the zakat they will be in this valley of hellfire deep in it some 50,000 years 50,000 years so how about now the one who wasn't praying or neglecting the prayer? He said he he could stay 50,000 years or maybe more. Then the Sheikh says, are you ready to spend even a moment in the hellfire? Are you made like that to support and to take the punishment of the hellfire? Of course not. فليس معنى هذا التقرير أننا نجرئ الناس على معاصي الله إنما نرد على الخوارج وفي نفس الوقت نرد على المرجع أو نبين حكم الله في هذه القضايا لكن يبقى عامل الخوف من الله والحياة من وقام في نفس المعمل الشيخ says this, when he mentioned that this punishment which is according to the, the other people the kuffar and the like this is lightning there is a light punishment he said we're not here calling the people to be negligent and reckless and and okay it doesn't matter okay you commit sins or whatever and even if you end up in a hellfire you're gonna come out he said this is not the point but rather he says we are refuting we're using this example as a refutation against the khawarish who they say that the muslim who dies upon major sins will dwell forever and the morgia 
is a refutation against the Murji'a, who they say the Muslim who commit major sins will never go on a hellfire, go straight to Jannah. But Ahl Sunnah al Jama'ah, they have tafsil, they have detail. The Khawarij, they say, the Muslim who died upon major sin, he's a kafir, he will dwell in the hellfire forever. That's one extreme. The other extreme, and the, the Mu'tazila agreed with them on that. The other extreme is the Murji'a, another divine group. The Murji'a, what they say, the Murji'a? They say, no, 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 a Muslim is a Muslim. I say, he's a believer. Even if he dies on major sins, he will go straight to the Jannah, no hellfire, nothing. So this is a refutation against these divine groups. He says, and we make clear the hukum of Allah, the ruling and the judgment of Allah in these matters. But still, don't you ever let the shaitan fool you, okay, commit some sins and spend some time in the hellfire, but, but you're going to end up in the Jannah. He says, no, don't think like this. Uh, you're going to have to have haya and shyness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be shy of Allah. And this shyness has to be in the heart of the believer. <coughs> then he mentioned the statement of Imam al-Sabun. He said, وَإِنْ خَرْجَ مِنَ الدُّنْيَا غَيْرَ تَائِبٍ مِنْهَا وَمَاتَ عَلَى التَّوْحِيدُ وَالْإِخْلَاسِ Imam al-Sabun, he mentioned that from the Aqeedah of Al-Sunnah that if a person leave this dunya the person who used to wrong himself with major sins that are lesser than shirk, not those sins that take out of Islam, not them. Not those sins that takes out of Islam and nullifies one's Islam, but uh, those who are less than that. So if a person died and lived this dunya, not repenting from them, but die upon tawheed and ikhlas, but this person died upon Tawheed, Islamic monotheism, and he was sincere in that. Al-Ya'ni bihada al-Shawt. He said, this is the condition. فَقَدْ يَمُوتُ عَلَى سُوءِ الْخَاتِمَةِ وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ He said, he is a Muslim. He believes in Allah. But that person may die in an evil way, وَالْعِيَادُ بِاللَّهِ Upon evil. <coughs> Su al Khatima. His life is upon ends, upon evil, not upon good. He says, Many people they died upon this Su al Khatima. They died while they doing something bad, an evil end, as they call it, an evil end. They have an evil end. Not a good end. It's coming, inshallah. As the Prophet <coughs> لَيَعْمَلُ بِعَمَلِ أَهْلِ النَّارِ حَتَّى مَا يَكُونُ بَيْنَهُ وَبَيْنَهَا إِلَّا ذِرَاءٍ فَيَسْبِقُ عَلَيْهِ الْكِتَابِ فَيَعْمَلُ بِعَمَلِ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ فَيَدْخُلَهَا And he mentioned this hadith that is agreed upon by Imam al-Bukhari and Muslim 
عن ذي أثارتي فعبد الله بن مسعود رضي الله عنه and this is the word in, in Sahih Muslim Prophet says by the one who there is no true God except he indeed one of you <coughs> will act and perform actions of the people of Jannah his entire life he's doing the actions of the Jannah obedience and Salat and all this until death come close to that person he has nothing between him and him internal Jannah except death but before he died that which is already written with Allah to happen happened what happened this man he does an action from, from the actions of the people of the fire towards the end of his life and what this person do now the Prophet said enters the hellfire he enters the hellfire he said and also another person one of you may act his actions are all the actions that leads to the hellfire the actions from the people of the hellfire I mean this person is not doing good until nothing that keep this person from entering the hellfire except death because he's still alive but towards his, the end of his life he does an action as he's already written with Allah in the book he does the action from the actions of the people of Jannah and he died on that and entered Jannah. He said, never ever be deceived by your actions. You pray, alhamdulillah, masjid, your first row, you fast, sunnah, tahajjud, Fasting Mondays, Thursdays, three days every month, giving sadaqah, you read Quran, do this, hajj. So, alhamdulillah, good for you, but don't be deceived. Don't say that, said you're in Jannah already. Don't let the shaitan fool you and play with your mind. And think like that, said you're already in the Jannah, you're just waiting for the angel of death to take your soul. Says, La, don't be deceived by your actions. No, do actions, but for Allah. Why are you doing these righteous actions? Keep in mind that as long as you're alive, you don't know how your end may be. So ask Allah for a good end. And we ask Allah for a good end. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hasnul khatima. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hasnul khatima. Allahumma inna nas'aluka hasnul khatima. He says, the Shaykh says, and if you're doing good, if you're a righteous person and doing righteous actions, ask Allah firmness upon that until He calls you to die on it. Amen. Make this dua that the Prophet Sallallahu used to make. Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qulubana ala deenik. Ya muqallib al-qulub, thabbit qulubana ala deenik. Oh Allah, you're the one that turned the hearts. Keep our hearts firm upon your religion. Now you increase in this dua. Because Allah, He's the one who guides whom He will and lead astray whom He will, subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of His adl and justice. And He guides whom He wills out of His mercy and benevolence, subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says, the Muslim, this is his case. 
he is afraid of the punishment of Allah and he hopes for his mercy. He is afraid that he may be removed from the path of righteousness. Now, should be afraid and should, should be concerned. That's why you have to learn more about this path, path of righteousness. Learn about the many paths that take people away. You need to know the ulama of Ahl Sunnah, the true ulama, that you can stick with them and learn from them. And you have to know the, the Hizbiyun and people of Bida, the court of Bida and innovations. Those callers of the Prophet says, Du'atun ala abwabi jahannam. Callers upon the gates of the hellfire. It's not anyone who is eloquent on the internet. Oh, nice YouTube. This is good brother. And you start listening to them. And before you know it, you find yourself or somebody you know in fighting for ISIS. And you think that's it. Killing yourself or killing somebody, people you be in Jannah. This is how people play with the minds of the people. People, they be mashallah good, they want Quran, Sunnah. But you have to ask Allah firmness. So when these people invite you to the path of the hellfire, you have protection from Allah because you've been asking Allah. And you've been asking Allah constantly, oh Allah, protect me from this path. May Allah protect us. Ameen. So this is the Muslim. The Muslim, he doesn't grow arrogant. Just because he's Salafi man, I said, I'm okay. Pass by the Tablighis and Shi'is and make fun and laugh at them. No, if you have knowledge, call them to Islam. If you have knowledge, if you don't, stay away from them because they may be dangerous. But you don't laugh at them and... Whenever you gather with other people, oh, we got nothing to say, oh, let's talk about some tabligis. No, you can't do that. If there is a need that you warn the people against them and against their evil, yes. But it shouldn't be like your, your favorite snack. Sheikh Muhammad Aman al-Jami says that's backbiting. He says, Ahl al-Bida, when you talk about them and there is a maslaha that you are warning against their evil, that's good, that's not backbiting. Whenever a group of students they just sit down, they have nothing to say, and they like, oh, guess what? Tablir is there? No, can't do that. I warn the people. If somebody says, look, yaqi, this person, no, he says, yaqi, that person is tablir. We jamaat tablir. We advise him many times. That's it. That's good because you know you're making clear to this person that's a Sufi, that's a Shi'i. But he says, don't don't let his appearance fool you. Yes, he is Kharijim and Khawarij, he's this, he's that. Ainam, <clears throat> he's upon the way of the Mu'tazila, Ashariya. Ainam, he's a Jahmi. Don't let his appearance fool you. We know them through their writings, through their talks, through the people that they take as friends and they and, and they and they, they, they support. Ainam Hakada. So the Shaykh says you have to be afraid of the iqab of Allah, of the punishment of Allah and His anger, His wrath, and in the same way hope for His forgiveness and His mercy and His pardon. قد يكون مرائيا في هذه الدنيا وقد يكون مرابيا 
وقد وقد إلى آخره ومن سنة الله في خلقه أن العبد يموت على ما عاش عليه this, uh, he says this evil end uh, people who died an evil have an evil end when they die has many reasons that leads to that not the color color is not one of them or being poor or being rich the sheikh he says for example he gave an example a person he used to do a lot of righteous actions but riyah out of shawaf showing off so he will die on that you see he'll die in the first row in Fajr prayer for example to the people he may die right after giving I don't know how many millions or whatever in charity you see but if he was doing that for show off that's an evil end Somebody may was doing bad, like riba. A person dealing with riba. And he knows it's haram, but he still, he will die doing a transaction in riba. You see? Die doing a transaction in riba, usury. <coughs> and the like, the shaykh says. وَمِن سُنَّةِ اللَّهِ فِي خَلْقِهِ أَنَّ الْعَبْدَ يَمُوتُ عَلَى مَا عَاشَ عَلَيْهِ He says, this is the sunnah. Uh, if a person... Uh, his life is upon something in certain way, he will die on that way. <laughs> he will die on that way, alhamdulillah. Okay? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, Surah Al-Imran 102, Die not except as Muslims. لكن يقول الشيخ الإنسان لا يستطيع أن يحافظ على إسلامه ويدمن نفسه ولكن رحمة الله سبحانه وتعالى وكرمه إذا استقام على أمر الله على الإسلام فإن الله يوفقه حتى يموت مسلما وإذا ارتكب من موجبات سوء الخاتمة مثل الرياء أو غيره والعياذ بالله فقد يموت كافرا الشيخ says this ayah how we understand this ayah Allah says die not except as Muslims he said of course it's not up to you to die upon Islam this doesn't mean that at the, at the time of death you, you choose to die on Islam. So, but what it means is that if you preserve Islam in your life, if you practice Islam in your life, and you're serious about Islam, you practice it in every moment of your life, every decision you make, every statement, everything you do, then inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of His mercy and His karam, His generosity, if a person is upright upon his religion, upon the religion of Allah, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant that person tawfiq to die as a Muslim. May Allah grant us that tawfiq. Ameen. So he said, that's what he means. <coughs> die not except as Muslims. It doesn't mean that the choice is yours in the time of death to choose to die as an Islam. Now, before death comes to you, you have to be upright upon Islam. You have to be upright upon this deen of Allah. No games. No cutting corners. You have to be upright upon the deen of Allah and ask Allah firmness and out of His mercy, subhanahu wa ta'ala, who will cause you uh, to die upon, give you that tawfiq to die as a Muslim. But he said, but if a person is Muslim but he's committing sins, 
Yeah? That from those sins, evil sins, evil sins, and evil deeds, that may lead that person to die. He may die while performing one of them, while still persisting upon one of them. He says, such as Riyya, showing off Riyya to Billah and other than it, and that person may even die as a kafir His entire life upon Islam, Islam, Muslims, Allah guide them to Islam, and may, may even die as a kafir. قال الشيخ ربيع حفظه الله وهذا المصر على المعاصي قد يكون عنده شيء من العناد فيعاقبه الله بسوء الخاتمة said this person who persists upon sins commit the sins and they were again and over again and over again persistent upon sins because he's stubborn Sheikh said he may have some stubbornness so Allah punished that person in this life with an evil with an with with evil end die on an evil end so the Muslim doesn't persist upon a sin. If he commits sin, turn to Allah and ask Allah for forgiveness. But a person should not plan to sin and oh, he's a, next summer he's going to go and do all over the same thing. Whenever he has more money, he's going to go and spend it over there where he committed sins. <clears throat> but if a person, he was overpowered by whatever his wicked wickedness and weakness of iman and commit sins, he should repent and turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and ask Allah for forgiveness. So he said the Muslim doesn't persist upon sins until death come upon upon him and he still persists in the sins. He says rather the, the Muslim should whenever a Muslim wrong himself they should repent afterwards, immediately afterwards. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Tahrim, verse number 8, eight Ya ayyuhu O you who believe, turn to Allah with a sincere repentance. Repent from your sins. Ask Allah for forgiveness, but be sincere with a sincere repentance. قال والله تبارك وتعالى قد حث المؤمنين إلى المسارع إلى مغفرته. He says, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has insight and called the believers to hasten to ask Allah for forgiveness. You don't ask forgiveness whenever you want. Ask forgiveness. You gotta do it right away. قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في سورة آل عمران وَسَارِعُوا إِلَى مَغْفِرَةٍ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ أي من الله قال وَسَارِعُوا إِلَى مَغْفِرَةٍ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضُ وَعِدَّةٍ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ الَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي السَّرَّاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ وَالْقَاضِمِينَ الْغَيْضَ وَالْعَافِينَ عَنِ النَّاسِ وَاللَّهُ يُحِبُّ الْمُحْسِنِينَ وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا فَعَلُوا فَاحِشَةً أَوْ ظَلَمُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ ذَكَرُوا اللَّهَ فَاسْتَغْفَرُوا لِذُنُوبِهِمْ وَمَنْ يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَلَمْ يُسِرُّوا عَلَى مَا فَعَلُوا وَهُمْ يَعْلَمُونَ <coughs> The ayat uh, 133 to 135 in Surah uh, Ali Imran 
I read to you the translation from the Novo Quran and march forth in the way which leads to forgiveness from your Lord and for paradise as wide as the heavens and the earth prepared for al-muttaqun those the pious and Allah mentioned some of their characteristics those who spend in Allah's cause in prosperity and in adversity they are those who repress anger and who pardon men they don't act upon yes they get angry but they don't they don't act upon anger call people whatever they want and say whatever they want destroy property and cause harm to themselves or to others no, they're angry but they repress it for the sake of Allah because they want that which Allah has prepared for such people they repress anger and who pardon men verily Allah loves al muhsinun the good doers and they are those these muttaqun that Allah has prepared these gardens of paradise for them and they are those who when they have committed fahisha great sins as illegal sexual intercourse or wrong themselves with evil what they do they remember Allah and ask forgiveness for their sins other people they commit this evil and go and brag with it and put it on Facebook tweet to others man he was there and he got him there and he did this and he did that he was nice sins are nice look how the shaitan get these people they get in a party men and women mixing yeah will have music as a man I was nice sins are nice no these are the muttaqun even when they wrong themselves they turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala they remember Allah and ask forgiveness for their sins and none can forgive sins but Allah and do not persist in what wrong they have done while they know Allah says for such the reward is forgiveness from their Lord and gardens with rivers flowing underneath paradise <clears throat> so a person should not enjoy the sins you find people that yeah, will are Muslims but they enjoy the sins they even share them with others on Facebook and Twitter and what else what else whatever you know on the internet and all this and sending it and they bragging with it that's a sin should cover it and ask Allah for forgiveness and regret hate the sin قال الشيخ ربيع حفظه الله فعلامة المؤمن الصادق الذي وعده الله بالجنة أنه إذا وقع في ذنب أنه لا يسر على الذنب ومن علامة الشقاء والعياذ بالله الإسرار على الذنوب والتمادي فيها صلى الله السلام والعافية he says this, a sign for a truthful believer that Allah has promised them the Jannah that this truthful believer when he commits sin or wrong himself does not persist upon that sin yes he fall into the sin and ask Allah forgiveness and he hate the sin and don't go back to it doesn't mean a believer that's it he's perfect and he's not going to commit a sin no they commit but this is they don't persist upon it they hate it they ask Allah for forgiveness and don't go back to it he says and one of the signs of righteousness and wickedness and and an and, and, and evil sign he said we seek refuge of Allah from that is to be persistent upon sins 
commit the same sin again and again and again. It's Allah, salam al-Afiyah. قال رحمه الله فإن أمره إلى الله عز وجل إن شاء فعنه وأدخله الجنة يوم القيامة سالما غانما غير مبتلا بالنار ولا معاقب على ما ارتكبه من الذنوب واكتسبه منه ثم استصحبه إلى يوم القيامة الأثام والأوزار وإن شاء عاقبه وعذبه مدة بعذاب النار يمنشن ذات الإمام الصابوني سيث والمسلم داي بان توحيد أن إخلاص but they died while they didn't repent from certain major sins Their marriage is with Allah. If Allah wished to forgive that person and enter him al Jannah on the day of judgment, safe, without being punished in the hellfire and without being punished uh, for the sins that they have committed and, and brought with them in the day of judgment. But if Allah wished to punish that person, he will be punished uh, a, a period of time in the hellfire. قال الشيخ ربيع يعني هذا المصر على الذنب عند أهل السنة تحت مشيئة الله. He says with أهل السنة they believe in the عقيدة of أهل السنة والجماعة that if a person died while he was persistent upon a sin he will be under the مشيئة of Allah. Meaning he may be punished and he may not. Allah decides his matter. قال الشيخ سيد لكن أنت يا أخي تضمن نفسك لنفسك أن تدخل الجنة حتى لو عملت الأعمال الصالحة يجب أن تعتقد أنك لن تدخل الجنة بعملي كما في الحديث لن يدخل أحد لن يدخل أحدا عمله الجنة قال ولا أنت يا رسول الله قال لا ولا أنا إلا أن يتغمد الله بفضل ورحمة قال الشيخ ربيع فكيف بالعاص he says now you يا عبد الله you my brother he says is it guaranteed الجنة is the جنة guarantee for you He said, even, even if you do righteous actions, you should always keep in mind that your actions are not a price for you to enter a Jannah. Because I did this, I gotta be in Jannah. The Prophet says in this hadith, no one will enter a Jannah because of his righteous deeds. He says, even you, Messenger of Allah, he says, even me. But except for the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his bounty. He said, if this is the case of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what about the one who died persisting upon sins? قال, كيف لا يستحق دخول الجنة من يعمل ويجتهد ويعمل ويعمل بمجرد هذا العمل? والله سبحانه وتعالى يقول, ادخول الجنة بما كنتم تعملون سورة النحل. Now the Shaykh is going to explain to us the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu He says, no one will enter Jannah because of their deeds. Because of their simply because of their good deeds, how? How a person does not deserve the jannah, even though this person did righteous deeds, many righteous deeds, in this life. And Allah says, "Enter al jannah because of the action he used to do." Al jawab, he says, "لأن العمل لا يكون ثمن لدخول الجنة أبدا ولا لورقة من الجنة." وإنما تدخل الجنة بتفضل من الله عز وجل يتفضل به عليك إلا برحمة من الله وفضل قال فهذا العمل ليس سببا ولا ثمنا How you understand the hadith? Your actions cannot be a price for you to enter the Jannah Meaning because you've been all righteous under this you deserve the Jannah you have to that's a price 
you've done what you what least should lead you to the Jannah. He says your actions they're not a price for the Jannah. They cannot even be a price for one leaf in the Jannah. One leaf from the leaf in the trees in the Jannah. Rather you will enter the Jannah, yes, you'll be upon Tawheed or righteous deeds, but you enter the Jannah because Allah's mercy and out of His bounty. Your righteous actions can never pay for your, for your Jannah, can't. I heard other of the ulama when they explained this from the Sheikh Ubaid, Allah, they says, your actions cannot pay for one of the ni'am of Allah upon you. That Allah has blessed you in this life. What about the Jannah? So the actions cannot be a price. Just don't. So once again, we shouldn't grow arrogant and be pumped and, oh, I've been making tahajjud all these years. Alhamdulillah, this and this and that. You do that, that's good for you because that's what you were commanded to do. But you're going to enter Jannah because of the mercy of Allah and His bounty. قال وفرق بين السبب وبين الثمن He said العمل سبب وليس بثمن He says these righteous actions you do they are from the means that lead to the Jannah but they are not the price He said and there is a big difference between there is a difference between the means that you follow and, the, and, and, and looking at those actions as a price قال فقوله تعالى ادخلوا الجنة بما كنتم تعملون يعني بسبب أعمالكم So this is how you understand the ayah The ayah 32 in Surah Al-Nahl Enter Al-Jannah because of your actions He says meaning بسبب There's a mean for you. you You did the means Because these are the means that lead to the Jannah Tawheed, Aqeedah, righteous actions, Akhlaq Alhamdulillah, obedience to Allah, obedience to His Messenger, you've done that. These are the means that lead to, to the Jannah. These are the means that lead to, to the Jannah. يعني بسبب أعمالكم وحديث لن يدخل الجنة أحد بعملي أي لا تكون الجنة تمن لهذا العمل. He says, now how you understand the other hadith when the Prophet says, you will not enter the Jannah because of your deeds. Allah says you enter the Jannah because of your deeds, righteous deeds. The Hadith says you will not, your deeds will not be, will not enter you the Jannah. He said, meaning they are not the price. Nobody can say, oh, I have done what I, what I was commanded, I gotta be in the Jannah. No, you can't think like that. You can't say, oh, well, listen, I have done what I've done, I was a righteous person, I gotta be in the Jannah. No, it doesn't work like that. قال فشبر من الجنة خير من الدنيا وما عليها كما في الحديث. He says a shibr. سبحان الله. A finger span in the Jannah is better than the dunya and what's in it. Finger span in the Jannah is better than the dunya and what's in it. As he came in the hadith. وموضع صوت أحدكم من الجنة خير من الدنيا وما عليها. That the place of a whip. The whip, you know, the whip that is insignificant in this life. Somebody say, I got a whip. And we're like, whoa, you got a whip. Yeah, it's nothing. What you got? But the place of it in the Jannah, it's better than what? The dunya and what's in it. Said, now when you enter the Jannah, there is, subhanAllah, as wide as the heavens and the earth. Is this because of your deeds? Is it because of your deeds? 
said, no, because this is because the price, your deeds become the price for this magnificent paradise that Allah allow you to get in. He says, no. But rather this is from the bounty of Allah and for His mercy. But you have to follow the means. Nobody will say, okay, so no actions. If Allah wants, mashallah, He will aid me. No. It's not how it's working. You got to do the deeds, inshallah ta'ala, but remember that your righteous actions are not a price for the Jannah. <coughs> الشيخ ونختم بهذا قال الشيخ الوالد ربيع بن هادي المدخلي حفظه الله تعالى ومتعه بالصحة والعافية ونفع بجهوده الطيبة المباركة وغفر له ولوالديه وللمسلمين والمسلمات قال وقد يتفضل الله على العاصي بالمغفرة فرحمته وسعت كل شيء كما قال تعالى في سورة الأعراف ورحمتي وسعت كل شيء فسأكتبها للذين يتقون ويؤتون الزكاة والذين هم بآياتنا يؤمنون He says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala out of his bounty and his mercy he may forgive that sin, sinful person who met Allah on Yom Al-Qiyamah with those major sins that they didn't repent from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala if he wished subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive that person don't have to go to the hellfire because his mercy encompasses everything. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-A'raf, verse 156, <clears throat> And my mercy embraces all things. That mercy I shall ordain for those who are the muttaqun. And... <clears throat> 
and give zakat and those who believe in our ayat, our proofs, evidences and verses and the like they believe in the revelation قَالَ لِمَوْ السَّابُونِ وَإِذَا عَذَّبَهُ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ وَإِذَا عَذَّبَهُ لَمْ يُخَلِّدْهُ فِيهَا بَلْ أَعْتَقَهُ وَأَخْرَجَهُ مِنْهَا إِلَى نَعِيمِ دَارِ الْقَرَارِ إِمَمُ السَّابُونِ رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى وَجِزَاهُ خَيْرًا He says But if Allah punish that person who die upon Tawheed but met Allah with sins didn't repent from if Allah punish that person he won't dwell forever in the hellfire. That person does not stay forever in the hellfire. <clears throat> Rather, he will be saved by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from it to the bliss of Jannah. قال الشيخ ربيع حفظه الله كان على المصلف أن يأتي بشيء من التخويف والترهيب لأن الجهال عندما يسمعون هذا الكلام يغترون ولا يقومون بعمل الشيخ ربيعي says it would be better if the مؤلف إمام الصابوني when he mentioned this statement to bring other statements that to frighten the sinful and those who commit sin you know so that they won't the ignorance among them who hear this statement, they won't be deceived, you see, and leave actions. Because they were like, hey, even if you're punished, you're going to end up in a hellfire. What's matter is like, what is your end? You're going to end up in the Jannah, right? Even if you pass by the hellfire for a while, but hey, alhamdulillah, you're going to end up in the Jannah. That's what Shaykh Rabbi says. Rather, he should have brought some ayahs and a hadith of tahweef that frighten the people that's Allah who wants like the Shaykh said earlier who would spend a moment in the hellfire you can't even take a hot shower man now you're going to live in the hellfire for a moment المؤمن يجب عليه أن يحذر لا يجوز أن تجرع على الله عز وجل حتى الصغائر يا أخي استحي من الله عز وجل الله أكبر good advice he says the believer is incumbent upon him or her to be cautious, to be prudent, vigilant. It's not permissible for us to uh, have this thinking, oh, whatever happened, as long as you die at the Papa and Shirk, you will end up in the Jannah anyway. Now, you don't have this fikr and this tafkir, the way you're thinking. He says, even the minor sins, you shouldn't, you should hate them and you shouldn't act upon minor sins. He says, Ya Akhi, O my brother, have shyness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Jazawallahu khayran wa barakallahu fi wa sallallahu wa sallam ala muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam 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 wa sallam